Hello ladies and gentlemen, this is James coming to you again tonight with another episode of Diving Into the Heart of God. I thank you just as always. I thank you that you have joined in here with me tonight right now. You see, because it's just like Esther said, you know, Mordecai had said about Esther, you know, he, he said, it is for such a time as this, you know, and, and so many people think that they are here by mistake. They think that they have been born in the wrong time, in the wrong timetable, in the wrong era. You see, but the truth of the matter is, is, is if you're here right now, ladies and gentlemen, and breath is in your body, you see, God has placed you here for a reason. And I know I stress this so often, ladies and gentlemen, you see, but if I don't tell you who else next to you, who else is telling you that God has a purpose for your life, ladies and gentlemen, you see, but at the end of the day, it's only a decision that you can make. It's only a decision that you can make for yourself. It's only a decision that you can follow through with. It is a decision that you have to make. And ladies and gentlemen, the very decision that you make right now, right now, will affect your neighbor. It will affect uh, your family members. It will affect uh, your children. And it will affect people that you don't even know. You see, because the very purpose and the very gift that God has placed inside of you, ladies and gentlemen, is not for your own good. It's not for your own good. But that gift and that talent has been given for the church. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, I'm telling you from Brother James. I'm telling you from Pastor James. I'm telling you from Reverend James. I'm just telling you from James himself is that, ladies and gentlemen, I need you. I need you to be all that you can be for God. You see, because, ladies and gentlemen, it's our turn. Because God has already been everything that he ever needed to be for us. And when he hung upon the cross, when he hung upon the cross and he gave up the ghost and he said it is finished, ladies and gentlemen, it was a done deal. It was sealed right then. Hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I will never apologize for, for moving in the way or the realm that the Holy Spirit has moved upon me. But I know that that very word is for someone. Matter of fact, that word is for you. And that word is for you. And that word is for you. And that word is for me. Because I need you and you need me. Let us press on into God, ladies and gentlemen. But again, I thank you that you have taken the opportunity <laughs> to, to join in with me and to come and to hear the very voice of God speak through me, ladies and gentlemen. It's nothing special that I have to say. The only special thing that I have to say is what the Word of God has already spoken. You see, and, and God so desires... He desires for this word to just be forever planted before our face. Just like we had, be, had begun the last episode. That when you want to learn a song, you put it on replay. And you hear it over and over and over and over again. 
And the next thing you know, you, you know the tune, you know the beat. You begin to know the chorus, and then you begin to know uh, the other part of the song, uh, the bridge or whatever, uh, those part of the song. See, ladies and gentlemen, God hasn't called me to sing. <laughs> God has not called me to write books. But ladies and gentlemen, God has called me to bring forth word that has come from his heart. Ladies and gentlemen, we teach not the teaching of man, but yet we teach the very revelation that God has spoken. So ladies and gentlemen, I would like to recap on last week. I would like to, to do a, a brief cap, a recap if I could. You see, because if you really want to hear the whole thing, you got to go back to the beginning of this series, which is only one away. Tonight we'll begin uh, episode two of this series of Being Strong. You see, but the very purpose that 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 paul had spoke about in, in ephesians chapter 6 verse 10 he said he said be strong in the lord ladies and gentlemen and ladies and gentlemen the word to be strong or the word strong here is to is to to make or to become is something that that you have to do it's something that's required on your end there's a part that you have to play in this ladies and gentlemen there's something that you have to do and you have to be strong you, you you have to be proactive to god's word and as god's word is placed on replay before your very eyes and in your ears it begins to to sink into your heart because you've begun to meditate on it and this seed has begun to take root you see ladies and gentlemen a seed can't take root unless it has the right conditions and it can only produce the, the, the very fruit that God has desired for it when it has the perfect conditions. And every perfect condition that is ever needed will be found in God's Word, ladies and gentlemen. Hallelujah. But we're told to be strong. There's something that we have to put into practice. And the very thing that we must practice, the very thing that, that we must work out is God's Word. It must become alive in our life. And the very next thing that Paul told us to do was to, he said to, he said, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. And mighty power just means his, his powerful, his powerful ability. And God's ability is his grace, ladies and gentlemen. And as we can see, and uh, as he had spoke to uh, Joshua in the Old Testament, as he had uh, spoke the, through Luke, the Luke, the writer, his disciple. He had spoke through Luke. He had spoke through uh, who else did he speak through? He spoke through uh, Paul to speak to Timothy about being strong in grace. But ladies and gentlemen, Paul he kind of hit the nail on the head with what he had spoke about, and he said that God's grace is His divine power. Not not in one place did he mention that God's grace was was an unmerited favor. Or no, I'm not saying that it's not an unmerited favor. But what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen, is that that's just a small margin of what grace really is. And grace is God's empowerment. It's His divine power. And as we become strong in the Lord, as we exercise His word, ladies and gentlemen, we become strong because we allow God's empowerment, His word. To become active in our life and that is the work of the Holy Spirit ladies and gentlemen 
So without going to into any more detail than that, if you would like to get more on that, I would suggest, and, and I'll put the link uh, probably at the end of this video, and I'll also share a link up here in the top right corner if you're watching me via YouTube. Uh, if you're listening to me through podcasts, uh, I'll try the link to la the last podcast uh, in it. Uh, I can't promise you which platform I'll use, but I'll link it there. But ladies and gentlemen, as we are, for, to, for me, the, the most important part of this message tonight, the, the most important part of, of this whole gathering, this podcast, this episode, is to take this moment, to take this time, and to seek out God's heart. You see, because if we don't seek Him, then all you have gathered is, is the knowledge that's in my head. But see, ladies and gentlemen, there there is no knowledge here. The knowledge must be here, and it's in my heart. And it, and it, and it comes from my reverential fear from God. You see, because the, the very act is to, is to walk in a manner that's, that's always pleasing to God. No matter if we see any benefit to it, just as Abraham did. He saw no benefit to it. You see, but he became obedient. He was obedient. And as you read that, and as you, as we'll go back again in the previous episode, excuse me, and we'll see how that 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 Abraham he had three days to think about what God had spoken to him, and he didn't hear he didn't hear word from God for three days. The next time he heard from God was that God had spoke through an angel, and the angel had spoke about how now that we know that you fear God and the fear of God is to walk in complete obedience ladies and gentlemen it's not a partial it's not a 99% it's a 100% it's to do everything that God has spoken to you to do so ladies and gentlemen as I sit here before you I'm coming with 100% of what God has given me to speak to you tonight. It may not be long. It may not be short. But it's going to be exactly what God has desired to speak to me first and to speak to you. And God continuously speaks to me through these messages. See, because I go back and I'll review my notes or I'll review my scripture. I'll go back and I'll watch my uh, my. Uh, this episode via YouTube or I'll listen to it uh, on my Apple podcast but not to hear me but to hear what God is just continuously pouring pouring and pouring his heart out to each and every one of us ladies and gentlemen so let us just let us continue in prayer let's just take this time and let's just seek God on behalf of the very thing that he desires to do here tonight through me to speak to you let us pray. Let us be in unity. Let us be on one accord. And let us give glory to God. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, that once more, Lord, you have blessed us. Lord, as I have sat around this afternoon and, and, and as I had a conversation with a brother, it, it just so much reminded me of an earlier uh, episode that we have is that when, when, when we view sin in the same reference, when we view sin in the same way that God views sin, then we will respond to it in the very same way that He responds to it. You see, and God is so holy that sin can never be before Him. Ladies and gentlemen, we have sin in our life. 
And God wants to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Lord, as we just come here tonight, Father, Lord, to the Lord to be ministered to by to me to be ministered to by you, Father. Lord, that we not we do not come with fancy words. We do not come with enticing words. We do not come with words, Lord, that are just empty words that have came from our lips. But Lord, we have come to seek you here tonight. You see, because Lord, we're hungry. Lord, and your word promises this. Lord, that your word shall not return to you in void. It shall not return to you empty. So Lord, as I bring your word back to you, Father, Lord, you said those that thirst and hunger after righteousness, Lord, Lord, that they shall be filled. So, Lord, we come here to you tonight. Lord, we're hungry. Lord, we're starving, Lord, for your righteousness. Lord, we so desire, Lord, to, to be filled by Holy Spirit, to wash away and to, to clean away all of the sins, all of the cavities that have, that have, have uh, been placed with inside of our, our minds and our hearts. Lord, that has been filled with the very thing, Lord, that is opposite and contrary to your nature. Lord, help us here tonight, Lord. Lord, that through this word and through this prayer, Lord, that our mindset, Lord, that our thought process will be in the same way, Lord, that, that you have taught us to pray, the same way that you have taught us to thought, the same way, Lord, that you had taught us to talk and to walk and to live, Lord, to view sin in the very same manner, Lord, to look at it in the very same manner, Lord, that, Lord, as I had a chance to witness to a young man in the grocery store this afternoon, Lord, in the very words that I had to encourage him with may not have seemed so encouraging. Lord, but the very word that I encouraged him with, Lord, was with your word. Lord, and that we flee the very appearance of sin. Lord, if it looks like sin, if it smells like sin, if it tastes like sin, Lord, we don't want any part of it. We don't want to do anything, Lord, to jeopardize our relationship with you. Hallelujah. Lord, as we hear tonight, Lord, Holy Spirit, minister to us. Lord, give me the words to speak, Lord. Lord, that you have already ordained from the very beginning of time. Lord, that I will speak your words with boldness. That I will speak your words with love. Holy Spirit, let us hear. Let us hear what our Father wants to say to us let us stop for a moment Holy Spirit stop the devil for a moment that we will no longer during this time frame hear what the devil is trying to whisper in our ears but yet that we will hear the very heart of God the very word that will save our soul Let us see you, Lord, in the way that you desire for us to see you. 
give us the heart, Father, Lord, to, to receive it. Lord, and as this word will be received and, and planted upon fertile ground, upon good ground, upon broken ground, Lord, that it will that it will produce the very harvest, Lord, that your word has prophesied that it would. Lord, some 30, some 60, and some 100. But Lord, I want to be bold enough here tonight. Lord, that I want to proclaim the 100. I want to proclaim the 100 times fold. Lord, for each and every person, Lord, that is listening here tonight. You see, because, Lord, you don't want to do anything partially. Lord, you want to do everything all the way through. Everything, Lord, that revolves around you, Lord, you want to do it 100% in our life. Lord, let us not settle, Lord, with anything less. Thank you, Father. Lord, I glorify you. I praise you. I honor your name. I honor your word and I honor your heart. And I thank you for it all in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. Amen. We'll try to move right on into tonight's message, ladies and gentlemen. And I thank so many of y'all that you have the patience to, to sit here with me because I, I know when we first started off, we started off... Uh, uh, <laughs> learning how to become humble and to speak as God speaks you see but I I have just become so passionate that I'm so very grateful for what God has done and what he is still doing and what he is going to continue to do hallelujah so if I could, for just a split second, if I could get me a drop of water before we go into tonight's message. And again, we'll try to make this as, as, as uh, bearable as we can. But I will bring forth the full counsel of God's Word. You see, because when there's a teaching that needs to be placed here, ladies and gentlemen, you can't really put a timetable on it. You see, because if you're in a hurry, you know, then maybe it's a good time for you to end this video right now. And then to come back and start afresh, ladies and gentlemen. Hallelujah, Lord. I thank you, Father. Ladies and gentlemen, we will continue into our series here with episode number two of this series. And we are still with the series of Being Strong. And tonight's subtitle was called The Whole Armor. And we're going to kind of go through, uh, uh, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, I've only got, uh, I only got three verses for you tonight, but God has such a profound word that he desires to speak through this. So, so just bear with me. Uh, last week we were, in, we were in Ephesians chapter six, verse 10. Tonight we will begin with Ephesians chapter six, verse 11. Excuse me. And the scripture reads this way, ladies and gentlemen. It says, "Put on all the God, put on all of God's armor, so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, 
against mighty powers in this dark world and against evil spirits in heavenly places. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will be able to stand firm. Excuse me. But as Paul had spoke here, because now that we know to be strong, now that we know to to exercise in God, to exercise His Word, to exercise the very thing that will make us to be strong, to be able to operate as God has desired for us to operate. The very next thing that Paul had said here, he said to, he said, put on the full armor of God, ladies and gentlemen. He he didn't say just a, a piece today and then a piece tomorrow or, or put it on when you need it. You see, but this is this is a daily thing. This is a, a continuous thing. This is something that's always taking place, ladies and gentlemen. You see, because we have to keep our guard up. And I'm reminded in the book of Nehemiah, you know, when he was rebuilding the wall, you see, he had to keep his guard up because when they were working, you see, the, their enemies wanted to come in and attack them. You see, and it eventually got to the point where, where they worked with one hand and they had a weapon in the other. You see, you know, they were continuously exercising and they were continuously staying prepared. But we're not going to preach on Nehemiah tonight. But that was a very good illustration that, that God had just spoke to me about. You see, but, but, the, but, the, but the, <laughs> before I get tied up on my words here, but the very thing that the very word that, that we want to talk about in this particular verse, ladies and gentlemen, is the word strategies. And the word strategy is a, uh, the meaning for strategy in the Greek it means to it is a very well thought out technical procedure or method you see there's there's a complexity to to this procedure there's there's complexity there's a strategy to to how the enemy would attack you see but the only way to stand firm against the strategies the strategies of the devil is to is to put on the full armor of God not one piece today or to put it on as you need it ladies and gentlemen you see but strategies it's a very thought very well thought out technical procedure you see and and, and the devil has it this way you see because if, if we don't fall for one thing he'll place another thing in our path and then another thing in our path. And ladies and gentlemen, it's, it's a chain reaction. It's something, it's something that we have to be aware of. You see, we gotta, we, it's like walking on pins and needles, ladies and gentlemen. We always got to be watching and we always got to be prepared. You see, when, 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 the, when the enemy comes into the camp and, and he catches them sleeping, you see, that's the very time that, that when he'll attack, and then that's the very time that he'll become successful because he caught you with your guard down, ladies and gentlemen. Have we let our guard down? Have we become too comfortable in sin? Have we become comfortable with the thought of sin? Have we become comfortable 
with sin itself? Have we compromised with it? And we all know what to compromise means. You see, when we view sin in the same way that God views it, then we'll deal with it and we'll respond to it in the very same way that God does, ladies and gentlemen. But the very strategy that he had placed out here, let's go back to Genesis. And and, and I'm not going to turn in my Bible and and you'll have the opportunity to go back there and to read it for yourself. I I believe it's in Genesis chapter 3. You see, and, and God had already given the commandment to Adam that, to, that he could freely eat of any tree in the garden except for from one tree. You see, and, and then God created woman because he saw that it wasn't good for man to be alone. And he created woman. You see, and, and then... Adam had communicated the very words that God had spoke to Eve. I'm sorry, Adam had Adam had spoke the very same word. He communicated this word to Eve that God had spoke to him. You see, it became communicated. It was communicated, ladies and gentlemen. How many of you are going by what the pastor has said Sunday? How many of you are going by what the preacher has preached on? How many of you are going by uh, what the motivational speakers are saying? But you know, but is it thus saith the Lord? Did, Did the Lord really say it? You see, because that was the very next thing that Satan had done to Eve because she had communicated knowledge was he said did God not say that you shall not eat of this fruit you see he he caused Eve to question what God had really said you see ladies and gentlemen you have done this I have done this that I have allowed this very word right here ladies and gentlemen strategy this very well thought out process I have questioned what God's word has said. You see, but God said, God said, let my word be the truth and every man a liar, ladies and gentlemen. Whose report are we going to believe? See, we don't have time to question God's word. The only time that we have is to obey God's word because anytime we begin to question God's word, We begin to question God's heart. We begin to question His integrity. We begin to question His character. Hallelujah. The the synonyms for strategy is is, uh, craftiness, trickery, and deceit. You see, these are the very words that, that are very similar that carry the same meaning of strategy. You see, because it's, it's trickery. So, so if we could put it in these words, he said, put on all of God's armor so that you may be able to stand firm against all the craftiness of the devil, against all the deceit of the devil. You see, this is the very thing that Satan is trying to do, ladies and gentlemen. Can he get us to question God? 
You see, and the story continues on that that Eve responded and she responded with what she perceived as what God had said. You see, but the reality is that like we said, it was only communicated knowledge that she had received. She never received the revealed word of God from God himself. You see, but Adam had, but see, Adam had failed to, to give it to her in the same manner. You see, but her being a child of God in the, in the same likeness that Adam was, she had the ability to allow God to speak to her in the same manner. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for us to quit leaning. It's time for us to quit leaning on this communicated knowledge. You see, because if we're just going by what the pastor is preaching on Sunday and not picking up our Bible and reading it and studying it for ourselves, ladies and gentlemen, you leave room for error. And that's the only decision that you can make. Let us continue. The antonyms for strategy is, a, is to benefit, to help, or to assist so sometimes the best way to to understand a word is to understand what it's not you see in the devil his his strategies are never beneficial to us there's never no helpfulness to it there's no assistance to it you see because he really doesn't want you or me ladies and gentlemen he just don't want god to have us It's time for us to believe what God's Word says. And to believe God's Word is to, is to live it, to act upon it, to put it on replay in our face, in our hearts, and in our minds. Hallelujah. Verse 12, and it says, For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies. And the word fighting here, ladies and gentlemen, that I want to point out. Fighting is to is to wrestle or to struggle with. Or it's a it's a hand-to-hand combat. And a hand-to-hand combat, we all know this, and anybody that's wrestled, is that it requires readiness, it requires skills, it requires agility, and it requires assuredness. You see, we got to be nimble. We got to be quick. You see, because if we're not, if we're not careful, our opponent will place us down on the mat. And the whole goal of this is is to not be on our backs, ladies and gentlemen. We are the ones that are to be the attackers, and not to be the ones that are being attacked. Hallelujah! Thank you, Lord. You see, so many people are going through this life. As, as so many here can see it, anybody that's on social media, anybody that, that watches the news, regardless of what platform it may be, I, I'm not biased to any of them because I don't, I don't even watch the news, ladies and gentlemen. You see, but there's always such a blame game that's always going from, let's just be real here, with the political parties, from one political party to the other, that it's their fault, it's their fault, it's, it, no, it's their fault. 
Or is, 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 is somebody down the road that you're in an argument with and, and maybe you don't like the way that they treated you. So, so now your argument or your fight or your hand-to-hand combat is against them. You see, but in, in reality, it's really not. Maybe it's the person that, that cuts you off in traffic. Maybe it's the person that calls you to get in an accident. Maybe it's a person that has legitimately done you wrong, ladies and gentlemen. You see, but Paul is quick to tell us because if we're going to be strong in the Lord, then we got to know that our battle is not against flesh and blood. I'm not your enemy, ladies and gentlemen, and you're not my enemy. The president, the political people, the secretaries of state, the the governors, the the policemen, the cops, the uh, the uh, law enforcement, the the military, the uh, uh, civilians, the firefighters, the etc. etc. Those are not our enemies, ladies and gentlemen. They just had the manifestation. You see, but what's behind the scene is is what is really is in the works. And Paul was so quick to tell us here, you know, that our wrestle is our, our struggle, our hand-to-hand combat is not against flesh and blood. But it's against the evil rulers and the authorities of the unseen world. You see, lady, there's always something going on in the heavenlies. You know, you see, Daniel had placed a prayer, you know, and this is kind of where the 21 day of Daniel fast comes from is that, that, that he prayed to God. You see, but it took, it took 21 days for the answer to come from God. You see, because there was a battle going on in the unseen. But Daniel remained persistent. He, made, he remained continuously in what he was asking God for. And on the 21st day, he got his answer. And he knew that it was delayed because of spiritual warfare, ladies and gentlemen. The synonyms for fighting is to to struggle or to travail or lamentations. The anonyms for fighting is inner rest, a recovery of breath, relief, or revival. You see, when, when, when you're in a battle, when you're in a hand-to-hand combat, when, when you're in a struggle, it, most of the time you, you have no time to catch your breath. There is no inner peace within inside of you that, that you can just release a, 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 a sigh and, 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 and there's no relief. There's no revival happening for you. You see, but we have to we have to remain persistent, knowing that our battle is not against flesh and blood, ladies and gentlemen. And the only way that we can get through this, ladies and gentlemen, is by the grace of God. You see, because Paul had spoke about this. Uh, excuse my screen as it freezes here, uh, but we're back. But as Paul had spoken here, you said, "Be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power." You see, Paul already knew that this was going to be a struggle, that, that, that this very thing that he was going to say here seemed to contradict nature and it seemed to be against our very thought principles. You see, but he spoke here and he's, he said that you can only do this by God's grace. As, as you continue in his word, as you continue to dive into God's heart, 
you allow the grace of God to work through you 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 allow the divine power you divine God's empowerment you allow God's ability to work through you ladies and gentlemen and to view this very situation just as Paul had spoken in here to know that our battle was not against our neighbors and as we go into I believe it's Daniel chapter 6 and and I'm not going to read any scripture here ladies and gentlemen you see but Daniel was very he was very faithful to God and he never wavered at what God had spoken he never wavered at the commandments you see in there there became the second reign of the new king and I believe his name was King Darius And, and and Darius really liked Daniel. And he liked Daniel so much that he was going to place him head over everyone else. And there was three guys. <laughs> there was three guys, ladies and gentlemen that just really had it out for Daniel because he he found favor in the king's eyes and he had favor in the king's heart you see in these three guys they begin to look for flaws and they begin to look for weakness weaknesses in Daniel but they couldn't find none so they decided to use his strengths against him and they approached the king and told the king that that you should make a decree for the next 30 days that if there's anyone that does not pray and worship you then you will throw them into the lion's den to be devoured so in the the king he made a decree and he wrote this into law and ladies and gentlemen when he wrote it into law and he placed his creed on it it was sealed it was a done deal you see and Daniel knew of this and the very and it says that Daniel had went into his normal places he had went to do what he had always done you see and Daniel was not doing this to dishonor the king you see because we're told to honor all authority but when it becomes to the point when we have to disobey God's word then we're not subject to the very authority but it said Daniel had proceeded and and he went into prayer and he prayed just like he always had you see he he didn't change and the three and the three gentlemen had saw what Daniel was doing they saw him in prayer and the three guys the three gentlemen they went back to King Darius and and they gave a report of what Daniel was doing And it grieved the king, ladies and gentlemen. 
but because it had been law, because he had placed his creed upon it and he couldn't back out of it, he had to seize Daniel and he had to throw him into the lion's den and he closed the door and he placed his seal upon it. And the very scripture says that the very next morning that King Darius, he came out running and he opened the door and he said, Daniel, Daniel, tell me that your God has delivered you. And the very report that Daniel had spoke to him, he said, long live the king. You see how, you see how he honored God's authority? You see, in the very man he had, he had been tricked. He had all rights to, to be mad. You see, but yet he chose to, to honor the king, ladies and gentlemen. And as he honored the king, you know, he began to give the report that God had shut the lion's mouths. And the three guys that had had tattletailed, had, had snitched on Daniel, they were thrown into the lion's den. And it said before that they reached the bottom, the lions began to devour them. You see, ladies and gentlemen, Daniel had all right. He had, he had every right to be mad with the three gentlemen. He had every right to be mad at the king. You see, but you see, but he was strong in the Lord, ladies and gentlemen, and he acted upon the word of God, and he moved as God had moved upon him. And he moved with honor, and he moved with respect, but he never backed down, and he remained obedient to what God had spoken to him. You see, it said Daniel had distinguished himself early in that chapter, I believe it's chapter 6, in Daniel chapter 6, it said that Daniel distinguished himself because of a strong spirit. You see, ladies and gentlemen, he was strong in spirit as well. And he distinguished himself. He became strong. He became strong. He made himself strong because he continued. He continued to dwell upon God. And God moved on his behalf. Not that he ever asked God to, to do anything. You see, but you can't come against God's people. You can't do wrong and think that you're going to get what's right. You see, because you're right and God's right are on two different pages. Ladies and gentlemen, I urge you, I urge you with all sincerity that it's very important that that you change your mind your mind your uh, that you change your thought process that you change your mind of the way that you're thinking and that you will think just like God's word has commanded us to to move in the very essence of how God is dealing with each and every one of us you see because if you if you've taken any extended amount of time and you've listened to excuse me, any or all of my podcasts, you see, ladies and gentlemen, I always bring forth the full counsel of God. I never hide anything from you. You see, and God's not going to hide anything from you as well. And He doesn't hide it from me. 
in the very same way that, that he deals with me, ladies and gentlemen, he wants to deal with you. As we have said earlier in, in previous episodes, there's no kid that ever desires to be chastised. You see, but there comes a point in, the, in their life because of disobedience, because of rebellion, there comes that time when they have to be disciplined. There comes a time in that child's life when, when you have to tell them the right and the wrong. You see, ladies and gentlemen, just like we spoke earlier, you know that Eve had, she had received communicated knowledge and not the revealed word of God. You see, we need to be told what is right and what is wrong. And the right is the right and the wrong is the wrong. So what I'm saying here, ladies and gentlemen, man's standard of good is not the God's standard of good. And man's standard of good will send you to hell. I'm not saying that that's not good and moral. But what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen, is there's so much more. There's so much more. There's a deepness to God's heart that so many men never get to experience. So in closing here tonight, I, I know that I have taken up enough of your time, but I know that God has spoken the very words that He desires to speak here. But I challenge you as, as, as we continue into this and, and we'll continue into uh, the remainder of this, of this series and, and we'll begin to talk about the whole armor. But I couldn't go into the whole armor tonight or even begin to talk about the first two pieces of the armor because this is another thing that, that, that you have to grasp here, ladies and gentlemen. It's just like the first episode of this series. If you don't understand what God's grace is, then all of this is not going to make much sense to you. If we don't understand that the battle that we're facing, that we're fighting each and every day, that it's not against your brothers, it's not against your sister, it's not against your mother or your father, it's not against the stranger that you met today, but our battle was against Satan. And our job is to, to know all of the strategies of Satan. Hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being here with me tonight. We'll, we'll close in prayer. And I do look forward to coming back to you again in just a, a couple more days to to uh, to to let's start on the next few verses to to begin to reveal some of these uh, pieces of armor that God has spiritually given us to equip ourselves with so as my mind and my heart is is closed here tonight ladies and gentlemen let us end in prayer you ready hallelujah dear heavenly father lord we thank you we thank you lord and we praise you lord the very best way that we know how right now Lord, as we come to you, Lord, humbly, Lord, as your word has been brought to us, Lord, in such a magnificent way, Lord, maybe some word has been spoken better than others, but tonight, Lord, you have still poured out your heart, Lord, to each one of us. 
Lord, it's the very seed that you desire to plant in our lives. Lord, in every seed, every seed that has ever been a seedling has the full potential to become everything that it was ever meant to be. You see, but it can, it can only be everything that it was meant to be when it's placed in good ground. You see, it's not going to become everything that it was meant to be when it's placed upon rocky ground, when it's sown among the thorns, or when it falls by the wayside. Only when it's, when it's, when it's placed in good ground, when it's placed in broken ground, ladies and gentlemen, will it produce at what we proclaim here tonight to be the 100% of what God wants to do in your life. Lord, I pray that you would keep us safe. Lord, that the very words that you have spoken to us, Lord, would continue and, Lord, would to remain to ring, Lord, in our spirits. Lord, that we would stay reminded, Lord, and that we would to press in to love you and to honor you, Lord, in the same way, Lord, that you love and that you honor us. You see, because, Lord, you never ask us to do anything that you haven't already done, Father. Hallelujah. Lord, bless us as we part ways here tonight. Lord, keep us safe. And Lord, bring us back here again safely, Lord, very, very soon. We praise you. We honor you. We glorify you. And you're holy in your righteous name, Jesus Christ, Lord. Amen and amen. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining in here with me tonight. Once again, I know I thank you a lot. But ladies and gentlemen, it means a lot to me because it means a lot to God. You see, and, and I want to have the very same heart that God has. I want to have the very same heart that, that God said that David had. And the heart that David had was, was a man that after his own heart. But ladies, again, ladies and gentlemen, once again, I thank you. And until we meet again, God bless you. I love you. And good night.